What Jesus allows us to do is when we live in Him and when we're focused on Him, He gives us the grace to keep going forward because He's not going to ask us to do anything that we're not capable of doing. Yeah, March Madness quickly turned. It was a high high. On, I, in my Bible study, we do highs and lows. And I told them my high was March Madness beginning and my low was KU losing uh, two mm-hmm. days into it. Um, March yeah. Sadness hit us hard. Uh, but <laughs> March Sadness. I'm, I'm trying to really live into the fact that the season's over. You know, I'm, I'm golfing tomorrow. This morning I went fishing. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're on, on, on off-season. Blacksburg's getting to you. How uh, how was the fishing? Are they biting? Dude, it was great. I haven't been fishing since I think I was in fifth grade. And it's not because I don't like to fish. It's because I literally think one summer we just didn't go fishing. And then it never happened again. <laughs> so I was kind of excited to get out there. Um, we've got this trout fishing club at our, our, at our Newman Center. 60 people in this group chat and they basically 60? provide 60 yes wow and, and, and the guy who runs it i just i just absolutely love him he's just so he's just such a big fishing guy but then he runs it like you have to be the the fishing we're providing for the knights of columbus's fish fries <laughs> so he he what he posts, he, yes he posts on monday he says hey guys you know fish fry coming up well, um, I'm going to, he's literally gone fishing every day. He says, I'm going to, um, who can fill these shifts? Like not, not like who can wants to go out fishing with me, who can fill these shifts. And so when I saw that, I said, Oh my gosh, I've been in this group me for two weeks. I haven't done anything. So I hopped on that Thursday time. <laughs> wow. So I, ca- awesome. I caught one, I caught one trout while I was, we caught six of them while I was there, but then I left early. So, okay. Hey, um, easing back into it, but it was, it was fun. I mean, <laughs> Wow. I don't know if I'll, if I'll become a big fisherman, but I can definitely see myself dabbling in it from now on. Dabbling? What would dabbling look like, do you think? I have no clue, because I really <laughs> don't want to invest in the gear. <laughs> but, but maybe maybe a once a month thing. I don't know. Hmm. It's it's a nice way to hang out with people, which is it. so. Yeah, it seems kind of like, not passive, but like quiet. Yeah, you know? and it's more inviting than golf. More people can go fishing than golf. Yeah, so. it's true. Helps me not be as much of an elitist. Yeah, <laughs> an elitist. That's funny. But, I'm getting but, back uh, out on the course tomorrow. I'm excited. Dude, that's I got nice. rained out when I was supposed to play last week. Well, honestly, I could have just played through the rain. It was. It looked the forecast looked terrible, and we had an early morning tea time, and I was like, I'll take the extra sleep. Uh-huh. And that was the wrong call. So it's looking like it's gonna rain tomorrow, but I'm getting out there anyway. Mm, yeah. Road yeah. to 99, baby. Here we go. Dude, let's go, man. I'm, I'll be playing as well. I'm, I'm you know where my up. head went right there? I thought you were going to say, I'll be praying for you. So please do. <laughs> Everyone, if you're listening to this, prayer is outside of time. Pray for the 99 dude. to happen. Hey, dude. You know, just uh, go out there, play your game, and, and, and don't be scared, you know? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> With that, welcome in, everybody. Hey, the Sunday lead. The Sunday lead. Episode 5. Episode 5. I kind of lost count. There's too many. There's too many episodes. Too many dude. to count. There's too we're many at the to point count. Where, we're at the point where I'm expecting to be here. Mm, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy to be here anymore. I'm expecting to be here every Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Recording day pops around, and I'm like, it's, it's go time. Actually, we started texting like five days out 
this week uh-huh. of like, hey, I'm getting pumped for this. Oh, yeah. We're so, fired yeah, out, dude. We're, we're wide-eyed and ready to attack the day. You mm, know? Mm, clear eyes, clear mind, can't lose. What is it? I don't know. You know what I mean, though? <laughs> yeah. Clear eyes, clear heart, can't move, something oh, like that. But... Can't move? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh that works it works it works so uh yeah so i don't know it's kind of a rough transition today i'll be honest (laughs) i don't really know how else to transition into this stuff but um you know something we've been both will and i have really been praying about a lot has been the idea of fear Mm -hmm. and so we really wanted to talk about it today i don't really know how to transition it from what we were talking about, I wasn't scared to go fishing today. I really, really wish I would have been scared to go fishing. So then I could have told you guys that I was, but, um, yeah, we're just, we're just, we're, we're just, we're just, uh, here to talk about fear. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for golf tomorrow. Not really, but like, you know, I want to, I want to do well. There's a uh-huh. failure, a fear, a failure, a fear of failure in there. You know, uh-huh. there we go. Yeah. It relates tied it in no i mean i mean definitely there's a fear of i think whenever golf becomes i get scared to not break my best then uh-huh. that's when it becomes a little too much yeah and you're <laughs> and, like oh i and, see how this is an addiction for some people uh-huh but it, there is that it, you know it, a lot of times a lot of times fear drives us and yeah i like to think back to so just diving straight in so our our uh dive in our, baby. Our, our, Let me our, get my our, scuba gear really quick. Our call sheet today is called "Burn the Ships," so we're, we're burning them, baby. Woo! Burn, baby, burn, burn. <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah, so a lot of I've been really, you know, as missionaries, we I think we encounter this a lot because we've had to we've had to meet this head on ourselves even to be in this position. But then also a lot of times we work with people and students and ourselves um, who are dealing with a lot of fear. And yeah, recently I've just been, a lot of my prayer has been about, I thought I was going to do something. And then the, the other thing is, is presented to me and how do I respond? And, um, usually my response to things when, when plans change or, um, or whatnot is, a, is, a to be fearful, to be scared and to not want to do it and not want to dive in because I'm scared of, of honestly being like winning it like you're you're i'm scared of winning um and i look at i mean shoot we had a we had a 16 seed beat a one seed this year or t- last week and you have to wonder that if if purdue was was too fearful to not lose mm-hmm. and, and and that plays into it um and so yeah what, what are some of your thoughts right now will yeah um i think Lately, I've realized, kind of like you were talking about, like praying through fear and stuff. I've just realized what a big role fear plays in my life, um, mm-hmm. because typically it's not like, a, not like a physical fear of like, like I don't go to bed. I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not worried about someone really like breaking into the house or yeah. like whatever it may be like uh, we, we're not going to war you know like mm-hmm. i'm not f- fearful of of dying in that kind of sense mm-hmm. um but more of a, a fear of the unknown or a fear of the future what's around the corner um so in our own lives kind of like you were saying too with being missionaries there are a lot of things that are outside of our control yeah. and almost uh 
ways in our lives that we have like surrendered control to be able to do mm-hmm. this job. Uh, you know, whether that be where we serve or uh, how long we serve or in what capacity we serve. Um, or who we're even working with. Yeah, who we're working with, who our, mm-hmm. who our teammates slash coworkers are. Um, or even the students, like who, who, yeah. who shows up, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times it's, uh, or even how, how am I being perceived? Mm-hmm. I think a lot mm-hmm. of times I, I, I still can fall into this, but a lot of times if I, if I catch myself trying to be too cool, and too liked, almost like the the cool dad, I guess, to, to students. <laughs> the cool weird then, Catholic then uncle. That, then then it's uh, that's where we get into a problem. Is I'm is I'm and I, I'm being scared to ultimately be rejected by them if I'm uh, living out my life truly as a as a witness to the gospel. Yeah, that that feel that I did it again. That <laughs> fear of uh, failure. That fear of how you're being perceived, uh, you know, if it is probably a little bit for me, at least comes from like how I remember perceiving people in my position when I was their age, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of like being, being a harsh critic. Um, but yeah, just been, been praying with that a lot and really seeing how much of a role fear plays in my life, uh, mm-hmm. specifically around the, the unknown or that, that fear of failure or that, those questions of do I have what it takes um, or like, how will I, how will I do what, what God has given me to do? How am I going to accomplish this? Mm-hmm. Um, and like it, what, what comes to mind, like from a sports metaphor, since I was watching this video of um, Kobe Bryant talking about uh, basically just talking about fear. I mean, I went down a YouTube hole and it was like an all caps <laughs> caption video, like Kobe Bryant motivational mm-hmm. speech on fear, you know? Hey, did you, see, you sent me a Michael Jordan one, right? That one was sick. I watched that one. I was watched sick. that one. Yeah. It was well made. I used to only I used to watch uh, motivational videos like that, like they were drugs. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can see why it fired me. I was sitting there like a fat slob at like 12 p.m. I think it was after Auburn lost, and I was just trying uh-huh. to soothe myself. Or 12 a.m. Excuse me. Yeah. Now like, I've oh. graduated into caffeines, but yeah, <laughs> stimulants. Um, so. Yeah, I think uh, what what Kobe was saying in it was when we're faced with fear, walking through those fears and and really like peeking at like what's behind them. Um, so he was using the example of like a free throw in basketball. Like when a guy is scared to be at the line in basketball, what are they? What he was like? What are you afraid of? You're afraid that you're mm-hmm. gonna miss. You're afraid that you're gonna make a fool of yourself. You're afraid that you're gonna, you know, your teammates will lose respect for you or they'll stop playing for you. And he basically was walking through it and he was like, you know, let, let's, let's dive into that. Like facing that fears, those fears and talking about, okay, last time you missed a shot, what happened? Did your teammates leave you? No. Uh, you know, last time you, last time you, you didn't have what it took, didn't have what it takes. Mm-hmm. One of those, um, what happened and, and just kind of like introducing like almost like rational thought into those fears as a way of, cause I think fear can really be a spiral sometimes of, of just like despair, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and you see it all the time with, with teams when they're, they're playing scared, they're playing to lose, you know? I mean, it goes back to the don't play, play tight, not to fly. Lose, yeah. 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 They're playing mm-hmm. not to lose, excuse me, which is ultimately playing to lose all connects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what's going on in my mind right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think, 
when I when I think about a story I really like, so there's there's a couple of thoughts that I'll try to parse through a little bit. But yeah. one of the things about fear, and you kind of touched on it, Will, is you know, a lot of times you you know, what Kobe says, what happened the last time you missed a shot or you missed the game winning shot? Did all your teammates lose leave you? Um, and they didn't because they they would believe in Kobe Bryant to to lead them. They they believe mm-hmm. in him. And so a lot of times what uh, what can really help us with our fear is is a stroke of confidence where somebody believes in us. And a lot of t- a lot of times, um, yeah, I know in my own life is that that was massive when somebody saw potential in me or if I see potential in someone else, and I can be that that person that says you you know what you're really you have a really good opportunity to um, do well in this. Like you know you're you should keep at it. Just keep doing what you're doing. I know it's tough now. I know, or, or you're, you're the right guy for this job. I, I believe in you. You know, you hear those things from somebody who's maybe hiring you. Um, and one of the things, one of the stories I love is, is, uh, kind of about this is, is Joel Embiid, the, the 76ers star. He used to play at KU. And, and so when he came to KU, it was his, Oh, he'd probably been playing basketball for only five years, four or five years at that point, which is also nuts that he's playing basketball at the university of Kansas. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Some people are just blessed. Yeah. Um, and, and so he comes to KU, and he, and he the, the first uh, scrimmage of the year, he gets dunked on by this fifth-year senior named Tarek Black and absolutely just, you know, almost disrespects him. Just, and, and, and Bede says, I'm not, he, he thinks, I'm not ready to be in this gym. I'm, I can't hang. And he goes to Self's office, Coach Self's office, after that practice. And he says, Coach, I need you to redshirt me. I'm not ready. I'm, I need to be here for five years. And Bill Self looks at him and laughs in his face and says, Joel, are you kidding me? You're going to be a top five pick in the NBA draft this year. And Embiid mm. says, oh, you, no, no, I'm not. I'm not ready. And, 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 and Self believed in him and obviously believed in him enough to give him a scholarship. And, and what happens is Embiid ends up becoming the third overall draft pick that year by the Philadelphia 76ers. And then now is uh, a top five player in the NBA. And this guy didn't think he could hang with um, a guy who's, you know, a fifth-year senior who doesn't even play pro ball anymore. Um, and, and, and I think that to, to, to tie that in is, is Bill saw his potential, but Embiid was scared to, to meet it, I guess. He was scared to – he was fearful of, of being there. He thought he was, it was too big for him. Um, but obviously it wasn't because he was there in the first place. I mean, he had all these, he had, he was a five-star recruit. Um, yeah. There's, there's a recognition of the moment, right? There, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a moment when you realize what's right before you uh, and, and you realize that it is like a big deal maybe, and maybe it's not, but like uh, with, with Embiid, like realizing like, Oh crap. You know, I'm sure up to that point he was dominating high school ball, a five-star recruit, always been, spoiled and then you get dunked on first scrimmage of the year and it's like oh crap this is legit now you know mm-hmm. and I think it's cool because it's like out of those two names who do I as a casual sport fan know it's Joel Embiid I've never heard of the other guy Tori what wait, was his name <laughs> Tarek Black Tarek Black okay he's a nice. great he was a great I enjoyed him when he was at KU but um very hard-nosed guy uh hustle guy gets the rebounds hey there plays you go. hard shout defense, out but shout out but but in a in a in a lot of ways is I think I spend a lot of time. Um, I think honestly, what what's been such a joy of prayer for me right now has been 
that I have had this opportunity. I've had an opportunity presented to me mm. that if most of the time, if, if what I wanted to do is pres- something else gets presented to me and I usually get very, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very turned off by it. I'd say, Oh, I don't want it. This is what I want to do. Um, I've, I, I think a lot of times, a lot of times is, it's is, is I, I want the sure thing. And I think we want the sure thing in life a lot. Um, but I think I just look at people who, people who, I think everybody knows what we're talking about. Something is presented to you and you, you're, you're fearful of failing in that either because you think you're not good enough to have that mm-hmm. or you're, you're, you're scared that if I do this thing, then I'm going to, I'm going to jeopardize this thing. And, and a lot of times that's kind of a, a common fear of people wanting to become missionaries is, mm-hmm. oh, well, if I become a missionary, then I'm, I'm throwing away everything else I've worked for to be, to get a job. And, um, and that's usually, a, 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 or, or, I'm, or I'm risking re- being rejected by people I know and love. And yeah, those are, those are real fears. Um, and, and I think we, we, you know, I've had them all. Um, and, and it's, but, but then you look at it, you look at somebody who's, I don't know, I, you look at religious life or you look at people who, I look at a lot of the older missionaries who have been missionaries for a while. I look at, and I think, wow, I mean, that's amazing that they've stuck with this this long, but they're also the happiest people I know. And why are they happy? Because they're so free because they're not, they, they leaned into the fear and they trusted in God's call. And I think that, that that's where a lot of times I fall short is, is God presents me with something and I think, you know, that's great, God, but I'd rather do this and I'll do it really well for you. But, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, and, and even walking it back, like maybe walking it back to that, that first decision to follow Christ, that first decision mm-hmm. where you realize that you are being invited to live a life as a disciple of Jesus and that your life will look drastically different. And that's scary, right? Because mm-hmm. you're leaving everything you know. You, you're risking friendships. You're risking relationships with your family. You're risking, uh, you know, when you accept the gospel message and accept to try and make Christ the center of your life, you don't know what's going to come next. You are you are you are giving up control of your life and agreeing to live it, um, a, live a life that's not your own. Live it how how God wants you to live it, and and so I think I, I see it a lot with when working with students. And I mean, obviously, you know, we've been talking about personal examples too, but uh, with students too of like a uh, a fear of taking that next step, a fear mm-hmm. of a, a commitment to stay out of uh, you know uh, habitual sin. Or, or to step into mm-hmm. daily prayer, to step into frequenting the sac- sacraments more. There's, there's a fear that's in all of us of, one, like, I'm not worthy of that. I, I don't have what it takes to live as a disciple of Christ. Or two, I, I don't want to do that because I don't know what that'll look like. I don't know what's going to change in my life. I don't know what, how much, I'm afraid that Christ will ask too much of me, basically. And I was, I was talking this out um, in spiritual direction recently, and my spiritual director was telling me, he was like, I was kind of telling him, I was telling him, you know, everything I was scared of in my life, trying to pray through it, wrestle through it, and he goes, Will, you're just focused on yourself too much. Mm. Yeah, you, you have too much self-focus. And he's like, what, what God's inviting you to do here is to look up and to be proactive, to ask him what he wants you to do, 
and then to step into that. Like mm-hmm. you got to get out of the mindset of, you know, navel gazing, being, being too inward focused, being like focused on the fear and instead like stepping into the fear. Like uh, St. Therese has a quote where she's talking about courage and we're, we're turning into a St. Therese podcast, I think. This is, a, this is a second name drop. Patience but she has a, missionaries. There we go, baby. Uh, she has a quote where she says, courage is a funny virtue. I'm paraphrasing, but she says, courage is a funny virtue because to grow in it and to practice it, you just have to pretend to be courageous. Mm. And it, it's quite literally, it's like when, when you're faced with something that makes you scared, mm-hmm. guess what? You got to grow in courage by just doing it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think, and to kind of tie that to the, the call sheet of, of burning the ships, um, it comes from a, uh, a story of Cortez when they landed on the, on the coast of, I think it was the coast of Mexico. Um, he basically once I, I'm not going to tell the story. Well, there are people in, in, in focus who could tell this a lot better, but, um, basically when they landed, when he and the explorers and their armies landed on the coast of Mexico, he ordered that, I think it was like two of the three ships be burned or something mm-hmm. like that. Like every ship, but one be burned. And, and so the idea was, hey, there's there's no turning back. Yep. There's no there is no walking this back. There, it's almost like forcing courage again, like practicing that courage of like, all right, we're here and we're doing this thing, you know, in prayer or in our lives when Jesus asks something big of us. We got to practice that courage. We got to burn the ships that might keep us from taking that step, and we just got to do it. Just got to mm-hmm. do it scared, you know. We got to take the leap. We gotta we gotta keep our eyes on him. Um, one of the biggest, one of the most clear things I think I regularly perceive Jesus telling me in prayer is don't worry about the noise, just look at me. Hmm. I, I, think, I think so often fear is, is a lot of externals. We're scared of things because of the externals. What are people going to think about me? What if I don't do, or, or even our internal, like, I was about external. to say, it's the externals, but all the externals are focused on us. Yeah, it, you know it, I mean? it's like, it's not a, yeah, it's, but, but what is, you know, I heard recently that, you know, God is very simple. The devil is very complicated. So all these, and there's nothing wrong with, I mean, I think it's, yeah, if you're scared to, we're not talking like, oh, I need to, we're talking about, okay, God's given us something in, in, I'm not gonna. Li- I'm not gonna answer it because I'm scared of what I'm going to have to sacrifice. In, mm-hmm. you know, I hate to be the bearer of of bad news, but in order for us to really win at life and become saints, we have to lean into it and not be and not let the not let let that fear define us not let it dictate us yeah not let the noise Um, take us down come on and so and so we have to look at christ and i think about in my own my own life is you know what what keeps me from doing things it's everything around it everything around all this noise and and what what is what what is you know back to the don't play tight let it fly thing you know where's the where why are teams tight because of everything around it Every, all the people in the stands, they're all gasping when a free throw is missed. All the TV commentators, all the, their family, their friends, their own heads, they're saying, oh, we're a one seed. We should win this game. We sh- it, oh, shoot, we're down with four minutes left. And then now it's they, – they, like Purdue literally was scared to shoot a shot. They literally mm-hmm. turned down jump shots. And, and 
And what, what Jesus allows us to do is when we live in Him and when we're focused on Him, He gives us the grace to keep going forward because He's not going to ask us to do anything that we're not capable of doing. But He and wants us to lean on Him. Yeah, it's, it's that and there's a freedom of failure. Mm-hmm. Like we are, we are called to imitate Christ and to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. But at the same time, we are, there is grace there and we don't have to be perfect in order for God to love us. Mm-hmm. And so there, there is a, an immense freedom found in the failure that we can experience. A, a failure of a life, like failures of a life lived for Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So it's stepping into the unknown, burning the ships, not letting anything keep you from living that life for Christ, not letting any noise or fear hold you back, getting out of yourself. And it, I feel like it, it, it's kind of like just do the next right thing. You know, yeah, it, it, it kind of all connects a little bit. I guess we've been talking about fear for the past couple of weeks. I haven't really realized it, but like, <laughs> because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of scared. We're all, <laughs> we're all just scared. We're all just scared. And that's okay. It's okay to be scared. You just can't stay scared you, or you can't uh-huh. stay in your fear. Right. You can't you just let gotta do things scared fear. sometimes. No, you do. And, and you just have to, you just have to, you know, yeah, you lean into it and, I had a I had something I was gonna say, but I forgot. So we Sorry, that probably is a sign. That, that's probably a sign that we, it's, we've talked enough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. I mean, but just burn the ships, you know. A, but, a life but, worth. Go ahead, go ahead. Before I say one more thing. Well, I was just saying, you know, honestly, why not? Why don't burn the ships? Why don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're if you're, the way I look at it is, so much we're so attached to our past. Why don't we just freaking burn the ships and keep going? And, Come on. And, 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 I think that the it's so hard to do it, but it's also so. It, it, it's where our freedom comes because the, the the past is just it just holds on to us. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a, a tether, but you know, don't turn back. Just go go take the next step in your faith. Don't let let Jesus do it all. Jesus take yeah. the wheel, baby. Yeah, Jesus take the reel. <laughs> How about that, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, like a light a life. I, I don't know. I think of like in my current situation, like what would I rather do? Stay where I am to, with what's comfortable and not push myself, like not see what's on that next horizon, not trust in God, not give my fear over him, over to him. Or would I rather take a step forward and live a life of courage, burn the ships behind me and get after it, you know? Let's go, dude. Come on. Come on. Let's just get after it. Let's go. I'm ready to get after it. I can't. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right, everybody, I mean, yeah. let's burn, let's burn hey, the ships. Hey, burn the ships. Burn the Kenny ships. Hit, Whatever your Kenny ships hit, are, burn them. Kenny, hit the beat, dude. We're Drop burning. Drop it hard, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for turning in to another episode of Sunday Week. This one was scattered, uh, but I think it was good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, yeah. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for Talk all the five-star shot. reviews, by the way. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, yeah, keep sharing it. Word damn, everybody. See you all next week. All right. <laughs> Thank you.